welcome to Made in the 80s, podcast about the 80s by people who were made in the 80s. I'm Shalia, and we have... Tim. And Kendon. All right, guys. We're together, remotely. <laughs> so we're remotely. Made in the yeah. 80s podcast is staying home, staying healthy. Tim, how are you? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? We missed you. We're doing okay. Good. We've got a lot of um, dishes building up, and like I feel like we have yeah. to take out the recycling more often. Just being home all day, every day. There's cooking more yeah. than once a day. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. I didn't realize. Yeah, I'm trying not to eat all my snacks. I did order <laughs> like a five pound, five pound bag of gummy bears. I did order one nice. of those. Are you like rationing it out? How are yeah, you? Uh, I, I am. <laughs> I am. I have like a big tub there, in, and I have like a smaller one that I eat out of. So nice, yeah. very nice, cool. Well, this week we are doing. What Kendon thinks of as a 90s classic, but it was actually 1989. Yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Did you have a chance to watch it, Tim? I did. Okay, cool. We watched it too, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit. I'll put the timestamp in the show notes. Um, and then first, let's go back to some 80s trivia with our game. So, Tim, you're just going to have to trust us that we're playing fairly over here. I, I trust you both. Okay. Is it? I think it's your turn. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> Can no, someone, can someone roll for me, please? Yeah, and I'm going to roll for you. You got a six. You got a six. Oh. All right, go ahead and move him. Ooh, we're flipping upside well, to exactly. the upside down. You, you often tell us take us to the upside down. And watch. Oh, what, what usually happens is that he flips us right back. Or yeah. somebody does. All right, we're, we're rolling again for you. And we're going back to the right the, side up. Flip. All right, here we go. Third roll. Third, third time's a charm. Three. Okay. Yellow. All right. Yellow card. Yep. All right. So, Tim, you actually landed on an orange. Do you want an orange or a yellow? Orange is fine. Okay. This is a Stranger Things question. In which location okay. in Hawkins Middle School do the kids build a sensory deprivation tank? The science lab, gym, or cafeteria? To the gym, right? That's right. Give him some yeah, pie. A, yeah. You're one away. You're one away from winning. Why aren't these pies uh, um, colored? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um, we should read the instructions to this game sometime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll do that. We've um, got time. Instruction manuals. Who needs instruction manuals? <laughs> okay. So that was the 80s Stranger Things trivia. Um, what's going on in 2020, you guys? Do you have any news? You don't have any news? No news? Well, I, I did have some news. But can you, do you have something? I don't. Okay, what's your news, Tim? Uh, my news was there's a trailer for a Train to Busan sequel called Train to Busan Peninsula. Did you guys ever see that? Train to Busan, the Korean, like Korean zombie film? Yeah. No, I never did. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's so anyway, the sequel, uh, the sequel, sequel is coming out. Yeah, it's think? a nice, cool, pretty cool trailer. And when you say nuts, is it nuts in a good way? Nuts in a way that you probably wouldn't probably wouldn't enjoy, but I enjoyed like crazy Wait. zombies killing people. Fair. Is it is it like uh, is it like Snowpiercer nuts? Gorier, yeah, yeah, similar, <laughs> similar kind of vibe. All right, that is some news. Yeah. Um, other news: April Fool's Day has come and gone. I didn't have any fool. As far as I could tell this year, did you get fooled? No, really? I think people were, were, were not doing that this year. Yeah. I think it's just not the vibe for it. Yeah, Tiala got, um, my sister slash friend of the podcast, got fooled by the same thing multiple times, which was like, click on this link that was like actually to her good news, and then it was porn. It was like oh, no. And she fell for it a couple times. So, well, there was that. We, we used to do that exact thing when you were like in high school. Mm. <laughs> it's called sexting when you're in high school and you have to do it. Right? Right. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so that's news. What are we up to? What have we been up to? Tim, why don't you start? Because we, we really don't know what you've been up to. What have you been doing for the last couple of weeks? Uh, watching a lot of stuff on television. So me and my friend um, exchange movies to watch. 
movies mm-hmm. that she's never seen and movies that I've never seen. So I've been watching a lot of romantic comedies, Shalia. You will be proud of me. I am I, proud of you. I watched Bridget Jones' Diary. This is stuff I've never seen, right? Bridget Jones' Diary, Someone Like You. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, the Wedding Date. I watched... Ooh, this is the one that I really liked. Oh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which I've never seen before. I watched that. And then I watched... Um, What's that one, The Ugly Truth? With um, you've seen that one, I'm sure. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerard yes, Butler. I love that movie. That movie. They, they could never make that movie now. Oh, it's all kind of Me Too stuff in that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah, but... all kind of sexual harassment stuff at work. I was like, oh, they can't do this. They could never do this now. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was that was a fun watch, and I, what I liked the. I watched like six of them. What I liked the most was um, um, the other Catherine Heigl one where her and Josh Dumal are raising that kid that their friends had. What was that one called? You know the one where like their friends die in a yeah, car accident? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, uh-uh. what is it? It's, uh, think, not Secret Hook and Release. Uh, no. I love that movie. It's so great. And he's painting the walls. Yeah. And they're the two oh. best friends. Catch yeah, Catch no, that's not it. It's called. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I just watched this. It's a really sweet one. That one is good. I like. It's I, a sweet one. It's a sweet one, and it and it makes yeah. sense because they're like they're friends for a while before like the whole we fall in love thing. Like an ugly truth, they fall in love like ten minutes in. Like oh, we worked together for a month, and now we're madly in love. But, but they weird. don't. They don't actually like. Oh yeah, oh, they are friends because yeah, life as we know it. It's called life as we know it. Life as we know it. So uh, yeah, their 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 friends try to set them up at the beginning of the movie and it doesn't work out. So then, but they're still friends with them and they're you know as their friends get married and have a kid and when they die unexpectedly, the friends leave them in their will to take care of their daughter. Mm-hmm. So they end up having a formal relationship to take care of their daughter. It's fun. Yeah, I liked that one. Catch and Release is the other one that's not Josh Jamal, is it? Is it? Did you look it up? Well, I thought Kenan might have been. It might, it, might, it might be Timothy Oliphant because I get them confused. It, yeah, I get those two confused. And like, they're not friends, sort of. It's like he's her partner's best friend and her partner dies. And oh. I think something like that. And then they end up coming together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, rom com. I like it. Yeah, That's really so I've been watching a, a bunch of them. And are you? Do you approve? No, it's funny. Like a lot of them, like that. Those early two thousand ones have the same look and feel. Cause we were just talking about this earlier today. Uh, they have the same look and feel to them. Like the same kind of soundtracks. Like the wedding date had a bunch of modern music, like Maroon Five, and like it feels very early two thousands. Um, mm-hmm. Where I feel like some of the other films, like somebody, someone like you, or Life as We Know It, could come out anytime, and they kind of feel, you know, they don't feel it's like stuck to a certain time period. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that makes them like, I don't know, good mile markers for the times that they came out. Yeah, for sure. One to the ones that that you know exactly when they came out. Yeah. Um, have you seen? What's the one that we were just watching? Um, never mind, I forgot it. Cool. Oh, and I also, also watched Two Week Notice. And I did. I didn't love it. You haven't seen Two Week Notice before. There's a lot of rom coms I just have not seen. Two Week Notice is one. Wow. Of them. Yeah. Wow. But you worked in a law firm. It's all about I, lawyer. Actually, yeah, yeah. It, it's very fictional, and you know that to be the case. <laughs> But I love it. Yeah, it's super fictional. Was I a lawyer? I don't think I was a lawyer yet when it came out. I think I might have still been a like a little lawyer wannabe and like excited, like I'm gonna be her. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be her. Like, didn't mm-hmm. someone jump across the table during like one of these depositions? Like, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, anything else that you're up to that you want to share? That's it. Right. Watching a bunch of and- videos. Sorry, I cut out a second. Oh, oh I said watching a bunch of videos on TikTok. People dancing. Oh, oh, TikTok. Yeah, lots of TikTok. 
shaking my head. All right, Kenan, what are you up to? Um, I've, I've got like two major things. Um, hey, have you seen Tiger King? Yes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you guys are up to it, Tiger King, like the rest it, of the world. And... It's, it's it's wild. Like, the truth is stronger than fiction, for sure. It's a wild do you, show. Do you remember that uh, last podcast on the left kind of followed that story as it was going along, like, a couple of years ago? I remember that. So it's a lot more it's a lot more fun to see all of the characters now. Yeah. So yeah. for people who don't know, friends who don't know, the Tiger King is about, it's kind of like two feuding big cat people. One yeah. of them has like a private zoo where he, uh, he's kind of, you know, he's going for profit. He claims he, he's really into the animals, but he breeds tiger cubs and other big cats, which is uh, ethically questionable, you know? Yeah. And yes. then the other woman runs something called Big Cat Rescue. Um and that's kind of more on the animal rights environmentalist side, except for she's actually kind of seems like a shady character. They're both mm. exploiting the animals. Maybe. Um, but she's not making money. And it, it's, it's, I really oh, she, highly she, recommend watching it. She got her own interesting. Uh, yeah, she got rich okay. She got rich all right when her husband rich well. yeah. mysteriously <laughs> disappeared. All right, friends, if you haven't watched yet, um, turn your volume down real quick because we want. I want to do a spoiler. I've been hearing Everyone has to, but people have okay. to know by now, right? So yeah, give us about thirty seconds or so. What do you think? Oh, well, she fed him. She, fed she the definitely tigers. fed him to the tigers. <laughs> Is that a question? The tigers ate her husband. Oh yeah. So. How do we? Uh, is, is there a way for for us to selectively edit so that Shalia can watch that show? Because mostly it's just wild, weird animal people. But, yeah. Um. There's like two or three times where I think it would upset her, but it's really more about like the weird murder for hire plot and all of this like, yeah. illegal stuff and shady characters. That's what the story is about. And and uh, and uh, exotic um, <laughs> Joe's music career, Joe Exotic's music oh, career. His music is pretty good. <laughs> and he, he was a, like a top level troller against. Oh uh, yeah, it. yeah. That so, that video he had. You see that video yeah. he made? Yes. Yeah, because he's yeah. making music videos about her killing her husband. He gets like a lookalike. <laughs> he had his own internet show. This guy is wild. I I want to rewatch it with you, Shalia, because it's it's something you're gonna want to. Be in on the joke. Hmm. I don't know. I and he was on right. Colbert. Not not Colbert. Was he on? No, no. John Oliver. They they had that section um, back when he ran for president because he ran for president last time around. Yeah. And then after clearly not winning, he ran for governor of Oklahoma. Yeah, some something like that. Yeah, he got some votes. Yeah. No, he got twenty, thirty percent of. He got he got a significant. Percentage of the vote in a multi-candidate arena. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I'd highly recommend it. Um, yeah. And then uh, the other thing that I've been watching, well, I was watching for a little while, or not for a little, it was, it's a limited series, The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Oh, I haven't this? watched that yet. No. I heard um, it's crazy. It is. It's really crazy. Very sad. Maybe depending on the type of person you are, not the best thing to be watching right uh, nowadays. But in yeah, no, yeah, not 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 a real pick me up. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. no. Yeah. Well, what I've been up to is not a lot. I've been I don't know about everybody else in the world who's doing this work from home thing, but like. I work more when I work from home. Like I've been working as soon as I wake up. I sleep more, that's for sure. But aside from that, like I work and then I go to bed. So I haven't really done anything. But one thing I am doing is Zoom. I've been Zoom, Zoom, Zooming friends. I've had, a Zoomer. Yep. I've had a lot of happy hours. We did like a extended family Zoom call yesterday with my nice. grandma. And like, I think we had like 44 people on there, something like that. Um, so that's been fun. And I'm still doing, remember when I was talking about the meditation, the abundance meditation I've been doing? I, I finished those uh -huh. 21 days. Um, and now I'm doing this uh, 21 day one on hope. And it's like, that. it's still the Chopra Center, but it's also with Oprah. 
um, which is hey, nice. Oprah. So she talks to me for about two minutes every day, and I feel like we're becoming friends. Um, and I think it's just a really good time for that because I will be honest, I am bouncing off the walls a little bit. Like I want to, I want, I want to return to normalcy when, when possible. But hang it in there. Right. So, yeah. She has this cross stitch that she's been working on for like five years now. Mm-hmm. Five years now. I like to joke that she'll give it to one of our kids when they uh, graduate from college. But, you know, maybe by the time they graduate from high school now. Yeah, I have gotten to work on it a little bit more, but not not much. I've, like, I feel like I'm filling every minute with work right now. Um, yeah. Except for when I'm movie watching. When I'm movie watching, I like to cross stitch um, or play my the specific game on my phone. So, anyway, that's me. All right, you guys ready to talk about the movie? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. The machine works. Do the kids know? Well, yeah, the kids know. That's great! It's not that great. Why? I shrunk the kids, and the Thompson kids, too. They're about this big. Threw them out with the trash. Ah! What? Man, man. So well, Okay, so when, when did you both see this movie? Like, how old were you? Do you remember? I saw it in theater. I don't know. If you I saw it either. in the theater. I mm-hmm. definitely didn't see it in the theater, for sure. I saw it fresh, but I was in five or six. I don't recall if I saw it. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, because there was something missing. Wasn't there a, a, a pre-movie, like a pre-cartoon? No, the credits are the cartoon. No, I think there was a second. No, no. Yeah, I think he's right. There was like something attached to the film. Mm-hmm. They used to do that with Disney movies, too. Mm-hmm. Or Pixar movies have shorts at the beginning, or they used to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's more movies that did shorts at the beginning. And this one, I I recall, and I, yeah, I think it was a baby involved. Mm-hmm. Like, crawling around and there being danger. Not the, not the um, one from Robert Rabbit, Roger Rabbit. Maybe there's the beginning one where the baby's crawling around the kitchen. Like, getting the cookies and it's scary. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, I forgot I did have that in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I totally forgot about that. So, Tim, when did you see it? How old were you? Um, I was a kid, so I, I was like 11 when this came out, mm-hmm. but I don't remember my parents taking me to see it, but I do remember watching it. I remember it being a big deal. It was so good. It was like a big deal. This movie was like this massive movie, and yeah, the the, the special effects were like, you know, groundbreaking. It's just, you know, little people running around, and yeah. This movie must have been a ton of fun to me, and... Um, real quick, it was a Roger Rabbit short at the beginning. There we go. So that's what was attached to it, at least in the theaters. So, um, okay, so 1989, let's go through the basics first. 1989, Tim, who made this movie? It was directed by Joe Johnston, who I don't recall from anything, but directed the first Captain America. Oh, I was just watching that last night. Who was? Yeah. Yeah, he well, you know, well, this movie is large scale action and large scale sets. Yeah. He di- he directed The Wolfman. He directed Hildago, Jurassic Park Three, and as you can imagine, he also directed. This would make sense. Jumanji. Yes. Wait, which Jumanji? The first one. Okay, Robin Williams, huh? Mm-hmm. With all those animatronics and giant. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, it, it makes sense now. Uh, anyway, so this this movie stars, actually directed by Joe Johnston. It stars Rick Moranis. It's the second time he's been on the show, right? He was on here for Ghostbusters. We did him in Ghostbusters, and we did him in Spaceballs. So it's the third time. Uh, yes. He did. He did some like really interesting movies, like some kind of wild, wacky movies. Yeah. So yeah, Matt Frewer as Big Russ Thompson, uh, Marisa Strassman. He was funny. Uh, but he also isn't he in? I always recognize him from Dawn of the Dead. He's the dead guy that they wheel in. He's the dad who dies, and they have to shoot him. He's one of those, as one of my podcasts likes to call it. He's one of those guys. He is one of those I, guys. Like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, I know him from like. There's an episode of Star Trek: Next Generation where he's like a time traveler. But what he did was he jacked a time traveler's ship. So he's really from like the past, and so he keeps going to the future, stealing technology and selling it in the past. I like wow. it. Wow. Like so Christ- Christine Sutherland, uh, Thomas Wilson Brown, Jared Russin, 
Amy O'Neill, uh, and Carl Steven. That's who's in this movie. Um, yeah, do you want to give the plot synopsis of it? And then would you like this? I know this is one of your favorites. Would you like to do the honors? Sure. Um, so the plot is basically about the kids of a kind of mad professor, mad scientist sort, um, inventor named Wayne Zielinski. Um, he is creating a shrinking machine, which he says would be, would, uh, work by, uh, reducing the, the distance, um, between atoms. Yeah. I'm going to make fun of Kendon right now, nerding out, like. That would have but been in my plot. But, would that have made it into your plot? Yeah. 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 He's trying to help NASA, right? He's trying to yeah, help them with the payloads. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how he's, that's one of his selling points, right? Is that the payloads would weigh a lot less. We, well, they would take up less space, but they wouldn't weigh less. They wouldn't so, weigh less. <laughs> but anyway, Celia's so just like, oh, he's such a nerd. Anyways, yeah. um, so what he. Uh, so he's going to a conference uh, to discuss his work, which doesn't go well. Um, mm. At the same time, his neighbors are uh, getting ready to go to uh, what a week-long weekend or week-long yeah, uh, fishing trip. Yep. Um, so the machine, it keeps blowing things up. It doesn't seem to be working. But when the neighbor boy hits a baseball in, it manages to block activate the machine and then block the laser part of it which makes it right. all of a sudden work so when the kids go up and you know two at a time to check out what's going on like first to to find the ball and clean up the mess and all of that they uh they get shrunk down to a quarter inch he says and then when wayne gets home he's he realizes his couch is missing or destroyed did he his find the is, yeah his thinking couch it's just missing he gets mad at the yeah. machine, smashes it up, and then sweeps up the mess along with the kids. They end up in the backyard, and then they have to find their way home. Yep, it's an adventure. Find yeah. their way across the lawn across to the, the lawn. back of the house. And, and given that he's kind of a, a disorganized person, the lawn is not well kept. No, this is like a jungle, literally. There are scorpions in his lawn. <laughs> So the narrative, like world building setup here, um, you've got Rick Moranis and his wife who are on the outs. So she, they got in a big argument. She didn't sleep at the house the night before. Um, you've got kids who are, well, Amy is just kind of normal, right? And then the Nick, right. the, kid, the little kid brother, is uh, like wants to be just like his dad and is trying yeah. to get his dad attention. He's a super, he's a super nerd. Super nerd, and the dad's just kind of like, not now, I gotta get to work. Um, so there's that. And then across the uh, the neighbors, um, I was like, across the yard, across the fence, next door, you've got the neighbors who are, um, you've got the teenager who's not into football, kind of doesn't know what he is into, and the dad who can't. He identify. knows what he's into, he's into the neighbor girl. Uh, not yet. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, like, he's, like he's like watching her dance through the window. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then the dad is like a former jock and just like doesn't understand him. You've got the younger son who is like wants to be just like his dad and like super into stuff. Russ but his, Jr., Little Russ. No, Little Russ. Russ. Oh, my bad. Yeah. No, Ron is the younger, the younger yeah. son. So he wants to be just like his dad, but his dad is less interested in him because he's so worried about the older son. Um, and then the mom, the wife, is just like super supportive and kind of loves him and like tries to. What does she say? Like, I think he, there's a couple things you need to know about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Um, so those are like that's kind of the world we're coming into. Is like neither family is operating ideally, but they're making do. Um, yeah. The other thing about the did you pay lawn, attention to the adults a lot more this time? I did. I was really surprised about that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I, the other thing about the lawn, though, is that um, the kid was supposed to mow the lawn. Yep. Um, and he didn't. So then I'm like, how often is he supposed to mow the lawn? And also, they have this, like, gadget uh, invention thing to mow it. And is it just not as good in terms of, like, their lawn being so long? Like, well, the I'm not sure how salt it is. The lawnmower cuts the grass, but... Having a nice lawn requires a bunch of other stuff. 
fair, fair enough. Um, okay, so yeah, can we talk about the perspective of this? Like, I assume all three of us, when we watched this before, mm-hmm. we identified with the kids. Mm-hmm. And we're yes. like, what a cool adventure. Yep. Um, this was my first time ever, and I was shocked where it was the, the scene of the neighbors next door, the very first introduction to them. They're waking up from their bed, and the neighbor dad, um, Mr. Thompson, is mad because Wayne Zielinski is being all loud next door, and he's just like right. irritated and mad about it. And I was like, holy shit, because... Um, my first thought was like, man, it's hard to live next to some neighbors, right? Like there are some people who it would be really hard to live next to. And like mm-hmm. when it comes to neighbors, like you're just stuck with them. And I've never thought of that like as a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, we're lucky people. we really get along with our neighbors yeah. <laughs> and they don't do things like this. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um And then just, I will tell you, like, Mr. Thompson was always a bad guy to me. Like, I hated him. He was always yelling Mm -hmm. and, like, I really didn't like him. Not not listening. Yeah, not listening, like, wanting his kid to, like, telling his kid what to do, judging the other parents. Um, But this time around, like, it was midway through the movie where I was like, he hasn't done anything I disapprove of yet. Like, when, oh, when he's doing this, like, fish thing, fish um, hands yeah. and Russ yeah. like I know, right? Him. I'm like, oh, like I feel bad for him. He wants to be friends with his kid, and he worries about him. Yeah, which I get. And oh, by the way, um, Rick Moranis is currently the age that Kendon and I are in this movie. So he, we're 36, and he was 36 when this movie came out. So we're like <laughs> right age for this. <laughs> um, and honestly, if you look at our backyard, you might be like, yeah, yeah. you need. To Take care of your backyard. Yeah, but it's shorter. Yeah, because there's no grass. <laughs> no, no, no. You can get to the house faster. It's true. It's true. Um, okay, I just wanted to point that out in terms of like being adults watching this now. Um, do you guys want to talk about this in order of how things play out, or do you want to talk by people? What? How do you want to go? Either, either way is fine with me. I have like yeah, I have a couple of random things to say. All right, Kenan, what are the random things you have? Well, at least the one that I wanted to start off with. Considering he's in Ghostbusters, when I was looking at his device this time, because it was just like a like a wacky device when I was a kid, when I was watching this mm-hmm. time, the line, you're wearing an unlicensed nuclear reactor on your back from Ghostbusters, right. immediately popped into my head. I was like, oh, wait, you're, de- you're building like a, it's a shrink ray, but it looks like a death ray, right? It's blowing things up. It looks like it. It does. Right. There is a laser. <laughs> if there's no couch there, did he blow up part of the wall? You know, like, it, it, all of a sudden I was like, this seems irresponsible. He's not even in the mm. basement, right? Oh, you're in the attic. Yeah. What if it did work in the whole house ring? Like, and, anyways, and, it, and it, the door's not locked. Your kids can just go in and out. It seems very uh, irresponsible. There's no yeah, bars on the, on the window? In fairness, no, yeah, like, don't nothing. they learn that lesson? And and the kid that gets blown up, that happens because he goes to the lab. Like he moves his experience to the lab once he has the funding, and then in the second movie, that's the problem. Yeah, but yeah, just just checking. But something ridiculous and very dangerous had to happen for him to make that change. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. What else do you guys want? To, what what what's the other topic? You so want? this movie is a ton of fun. That's what I guess I would want to bring up. And I think it not only is it fun to watch, especially when you're a kid, I think it must have been, this. I get the impression this would have been a blast to make. It was rather, like, super stressful. But, like, the kids, like, the sets that they create, I think, like, those became popular after this movie came up. Like, at, like, restaurants or just, like, little parks where all of a sudden stuff was big. Oh, man, um... Uh, California Adventure in California, obviously, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. the, there's like the Bugs Life world, and it's like my favorite. Like, I'm sitting on like used popsicle stick benches. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it is. It's a lot of fun to have everything just like bigger. And they create, they clearly created like slides. Out, they made the, bl- uh, the blades of grass into like slides. So it seems a little amusement parky. Um, and then they're, they're riding. Sleeping the le- they're sleeping the Lego. Yeah, they're yeah, sleeping yeah. the Lego, which was. Big for me. 
And then the B scene, like that was so exciting when they're flying around. I was like, this is like a great ride. Yep, another ride. Park. And like the dad, like Rick Moranis using the bat to like swat him. Yeah. Well, and one of my favorite parts too is when the sprinkler goes on. Yeah. And it's like it's like it's like mortar shells or something. Yeah. Like water. Bomb, bombs going off. <laughs> yeah. Which is like I was watching and I was trying yeah. to figure out what the digital what the visual effect was. And it seemed like the 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 what do you call it? The raindrops were some sort of effect, but then they were exploding. Like there, I think they had like underneath the the ground like uh, water explosions going off. That's right. what it looked like to me. Yeah, it looked really good. It also so this is new uh, observation for me as an adult watching. It also looked so gross. Like yeah, looked- the big dust. Ew! The ew, whole thing yeah. was gross. The, the bugs, the like the dead fly and then the other dead bug was like really was just like grimy and gritty and like ugh. And the, um, even like the lawn, like the the grass, it it had kind of grime on it too. And like the dog's hair was pretty gross. Yeah. And the broom, ugh. And which she almost really drowns in the, in, in the puddle of water. That was what? bad. But that wasn't as bad as the one with the dead because like, I knew where that water came from. Where did it come from? The sprinkler. The sprinkler. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about the, the river. Yeah. Do you yeah. know where it came from? No. Because he said that could be the dog's pee. And that... Oh, and Shalia, oh wow. Shalia had already mentioned, or we were already talking about how gross it was. So I was like, oh, ooh. Yeah. At least it wasn't a cat. Yeah. So, yeah. Super cool world making and also really gross. I'm really glad I didn't end up in their backyard as a tiny person. Yeah. I know. Uh, Tim, was there any points that you wanted to mention about it? Just when like little stuff happens when um uh when they're when they're when the scorpion shows up, it looks super crazy. We're not ready to talk about we can't talk about that scene yet. I'm not ready. Yeah. You can't talk about the scorpion without talking about Annie. And you can't talk about Auntie without talking about how great Auntie was. Yeah, and then you can't do that without crying over the scorpion. Yeah, that was that was just like the one scene I remember as a kid was like the scorpion showing up and be like, "Oh man, these kids are in danger. This thing is gonna like the ant seemed playful, the bee seemed like it was doing bee things, the scorpion showed yeah. up like oh, it was yeah, there to murder. Yeah, it was about to kill somebody." How like major a shift in like perception of this movie it would have been if that was a spider and not a scorpion? Yeah, been, this movie, there's no spiders in this movie. It would have been terrifying. Yeah, the scorpion like it looks really good. That fight looks really good. Kind of brutal. Yeah. So let me mm-hmm. cover your ears real quick. The the stab when it gets it with the tail is brutal. Like yeah, it really like puts him down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a great scene. I'm sorry, Shalia. It's a great scene. I didn't watch it this time around. Like, I remember it well enough. I went to the bathroom and put the fan on um, and waited to him and told me it was done. I was like, I don't need to see this again. I saw it as a kid. Because Auntie was so great. Can we talk about how great Auntie was? Yeah, please do. Okay, so here you have Auntie who's like, oh, I'm just eating some cookies. And, like, meets these four. And the boys... Okay, so I love this scene because, like, at some... Like, there's a difference between the two families. So the two sibling groups are also different, right? Like, they just come... They come at things with different perspectives. But this was one where it was, like, the girl was, like, no way, we're not doing this. And all three boys were, like, I'm in. And it was just kind of, like, one of those, like... I appreciate that Nick is with the two neighbor boys on this one. And they're all, like... I didn't, I felt bad for Auntie watching it this time of like these like mm-hmm. strangers jumping on him and things. I, I didn't like that, but I knew that they weren't going to hurt him. So that was okay. Um, and then Amy figured out how to get him to do what she wanted, which is by holding up the food. And then they like figured out how to have him carry them. And I loved it so much. And it was so cute with his little tentacles and big old eyes. And like, mm-hmm. and the fact that he wouldn't leave, like they were like, okay, you've carried it enough. Like, you're tired you can go and he didn't he didn't leave he stayed with them he was such a good friend and like even overnight they stayed with him like auntie's the best so i gotta admit here that as a kid and now that aunt was every bit as disgusting to me as the scorpion is so 
and they yeah. never really tasked like they made it look like a gross insect. I don't think of scorpions as gross. No, no, up close, it's hideous. All those little like it was all shine, like a weird shiny with the little hairs everywhere and the that's nasty their, mouth. That's their tough armor. Yeah, well, it looked terrifying and not like something that I would identify with. I don't think of them as gross. I do think of them as scary, but not gross. And so Auntie was neither of those things. Tim, right. how did you feel about Auntie? About Auntie was fun. I mean, I think because I know how it goes, like seeing Auntie just be like this sweet, sort of like helpful insect in the world that, that they're unaware of, like made sense. Like, oh, you're going to give them someone who they can befriend who's their size. So I like that. Yeah. I wasn't like also die so that you can see yeah. the, the uh, humanity. <laughs> I, I want to make it clear. I really like the aunties in the movie. That's all fun to me. I just thought of it. I didn't think of it as them getting a friend, but like a vehicle. Partless. Sometimes yeah. I wonder about you. I, okay. Are you part robot? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Westworld. <laughs> Should yeah. I pass the Turing test? What what would you have done if you if you if you were in that situation where you ended up shrunk? I what would you have done? If you get lost, you're supposed to stay in one place so that the people looking for you can find you. But they tried to do that and they got swept outside. So if they had stayed in the trash, Rick Moranis would have found them because he first checked the floor, they weren't there, and then he checked the trash. So but I that think requires him putting it all together. But he did put it all together. But, that, but how would you? Really quick. But how would you know that though? Yeah. Like I don't know if you. I don't, I don't know if you're back doing it. I, I'd say the, the the downsides to that not working are pretty, like finding your way back from the dump. I mean, I think maybe you don't go. I think if you are have the ability to get out of the bag, you get out of the bag. But you stay in one. Like you stay at the bag. Because when you get lost, as a kid, I remember being told this many times, when you get lost, you stay put. So they find you. I would do pretty much what they did. Yeah. I wouldn't let the fire go out, though. I think we post watchers. Because the fire is the thing that's most likely to protect you against, like, a scorpion. Yeah. Like, right. some level of technology. Yeah, the fire is yeah. Like, like I, I would have had some kind of weapon or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they used the glass to get through the cut through the the broken glass to cut through the bag, the garbage bag. So yeah. I was a little surprised they didn't carry some of that with them. Like create spears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because like the so the house was only three miles away, which is not that long if you don't get like detoured by bees and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, it is still kind of far. So I'm kind of surprised they just started walking and not really three miles in the Congo, basically. Right. Crazy like that. Remember, I walked more than three miles in like that uh, hip high snow. At least knee high snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I didn't prepare at all. So maybe I wouldn't do those things. Tim, what about you? What would you do? I would have done I would have done what they did. I would have tried to make my way back to the house and back to the lab to figure this out. I wouldn't have like stayed put because you don't know if someone's going to pick up the trash or if you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I think that's right. I probably would have stayed with the trash for a little while, but I probably wouldn't have stayed. I, so how long was it between when they got shrunk until when they finally got to the house? So it was like a day. 18 hours. 18 hours? Yeah, it was a morning, long time. And it was like lunchtime when they got shrunk. You want to know what all, it always looked fun was them eating that cookie. Yeah. That always fun. You could like dive into that. Like, oh, yeah, that cookie looks so good. I would have. Would you eat it now if you were out? If you were little, would you eat the cookie? If I was that hungry, I mean, it's not like they were starving. Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't have anything else. You need that energy for a hike like that. Yeah. Which so but so you would eat it because you have to, or you would eat it because you'd be like, oh my god, giant cookie! I can't. Wait I, would to, like, I would eat. I would. I would eat it because I had to. I yeah. would. It looks like very clean, so that's nice. Yeah, I would have. I would have been all over it. Like, especially at that that size, like, I'm not afraid if a bug touched it because I would see those spots on it. I know. Like, I know. Speaking of all over it, though, I'm surprised there was only one ant there by then. Exactly. Because they missed that at the beginning. Yeah, he was supposed to go back. No, 
I figured, I would have figured they would have found it way earlier. But he found it. And then he's going to go tell the rest. And that's how they were going to find it. But he yeah. didn't tell the rest. Okay. That's, I mean, it is kind of Auntie's own demise, right? Like, he could have told the rest and left these guys. He betrayed his own siblings. Right. So, that's the lesson. It was interesting that they were able to leave it with a piece of food when there's an entire cookie behind them. Oh, yeah. A uh, whole. Yeah. <laughs> um, the dinosaur but, is really funny. The dinosaur in the in the yard and Russ is like, "Oh yeah. my gosh, <laughs> that was kind of funny." All right, so so them getting getting back into the mix, right? Them getting getting turned into you know uh, the regular um, sizes. How do you feel about that whole process? I thought it was him. pretty cool. The dad volunteered to be tested. I like yeah. that. It made me kind of tear up. I always like that his legs are straight out when yeah. he, they grow them again. Right. I think this movie has a, like, a lot of little touches to it that make it... like. And I was really... Um, it's funny. It has funny moments. But it's, a, it's definitely an adventure movie more than like a comedy adventure. And right. one thing I want to bring up is that they're rebooting slash making a sequel of some sort to this. And I'm curious if it's going to go like too far in the comedy direction, because this one was actually interesting. It wasn't all about like goofy jokes, but the third one yeah. seemed goofy. I remember seeing that when I was a kid. Oh, I've never, never seen the third one. one. Is that the Shrunk Themselves no. one? Yeah, you know, that's straight to video. <laughs> Not yeah. surprised. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's a lot of great one-liners in this one where I'm not sure what our uh, title of this episode is going to be because there's there's some good ones out there. Yeah. <laughs> and like that was so funny. The kids like okay, so you start with like Ron has um slept overnight in his tent defending the house and Poopy trapped it, and this poor dad gets like hit in the face with an arrow <laughs> with super glue on it. With super glue on it. Right. I That's super it. funny. I really liked it. Did you guys like this movie? I like the movie, yeah. I like it a lot. And it's and for people listening, it's on Disney Plus right now if you want to watch it. Yeah, it is. So free. Um, yeah. One thing that I thought was interesting, again, like looking at it from an adult perspective, so they kept saying he had to go, like there was something important that he had to do, like some presentation. And it turns mm. out he was presenting at a conference. And then they show him presenting, and it's like he's—it's kind of like a bomb, right? But it was funny because I now have been to a conference, and I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, there's a panel. Yeah, it's like a presentation. It's, like yeah. he's one right. of the sessions that they chose to go and listen to, and they ask questions, and like that's what he was preparing for. Um, which, yeah, I just thought it was kind of a, a different perspective to see it now and be like, oh, that's what you were doing when you went to work that day. I was kind of surprised at the asshole question, or like asshole questions and comments from the visiting science or the other scientists. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they were being assholes. Yeah, couldn't those scientists start jerks like that? Yeah, not, these guys, these guys well, were big not jerks. in such a broad way. Like, I think there's a way to be an asshole in a science way that people right. will do, but that right there was just like rude. Yeah, pretty rude. Yeah, they were oh. pretty big jerks. So uh, moving into influences, one of the things that I used to do quite often was whenever I ended up on a landline, a cord, a landline with a cord, I would purposely do those like turns so that I could get wrapped in it like Amy does in the very beginning. And then she has to like crawl out. She was so cool. You I know that from her. this? Yes, from this. Mm-hmm. I loved her. Like I wanted to be Amy. She was pretty She cool. was pretty amazing. She was cool. Like, you called her normal at the beginning, and it was, like, nobody had too wild a person. Well, I guess even the younger son didn't seem overly goofy. I don't know. I felt like Nick and Ron, the two youngest siblings, definitely had, like, character, like, Mm. over, kind of not over the top, but, like, extreme. They were, like, in an extreme space. And I think her extreme is that she's popular. Um, And then Russ's extreme is... Not knowing what he wants. They don't seem like real people to me. To me. And less characters. Yeah. Yeah, they did seem like real people. Um, 
Okay, what else do you guys want to talk about? Do you have any? Did you get any influences from this? I like movies. Uh, like, go ahead. Um, I like movies like this, like different sort of chains movies, shrink movies. Uh, what do you call them? Mad scientist movies and stuff like that. Um, I really liked Chippendales Rescue Rangers when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. like all of that stuff where you use things for different purposes, you know, like when they would like, you know, the little swords that go into cocktail. <laughs> un- like, uh, what do you call it? Um, when like two characters fight doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. I can imagine using like cocktail umbrellas then too. Uh, also, right. I, probably um, the Lego in this is one of the coolest parts. And then also like Lego is kind of a miniaturized version of the world. So yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Tim, what about you? Any influences on your side? Uh, I don't know. Not that I can think of. No. But he, he was much, he was older when this came out. Yeah, I was much I was much older. You were around the age of the younger siblings, right? I didn't even, I don't even think about it like that when I watched it. I wasn't even thinking yeah. about not uh nah. I remember like enjoying any characters? Nah. I just thought it was cool. I used to watch, you know, all those bad sci-fi movies with my dad, Land of the Lost, and all that kind of stuff. So just, it reminded me more of that kind of stuff than I did identify with the with the people. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Do you identify with any of them now? Oh, uh, the dad. Which Rick dad? Moranis. Rick Moranis just trying to, yeah, just trying to figure out a, a solution. Like, how do I fix this problem? Yeah, he, he like used the TV and he was using the telephone lines. I didn't catch that last time. Yeah. Like yeah. hanging from them. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was kind of dangerous. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like it. Oh, that was pretty funny. And it was it was also fun like he was kind of normal but just not. And so like yeah. he knows how ridiculous he looks. And like Oh, for sure. Those people come over to pick up the escrow papers. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so hanging it upside down. Yeah, stay off the grass. And stay off the lawn. Like, like, you gotta take care of your lawn or something like that. It's pretty, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was real. Oh, one really funny part was so the Thompsons' dad. He has to tell his friends that they can't go fishing on the fishing trip. He doesn't want to tell oh. them the truth, which is that his kids are missing. He can't find his kids. So instead. He says that his wife isn't feeling well because of plumbing. That's right. I forgot he said oh. that. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> I assumed it meant she had the shits. Yeah. It was not something I got as a kid. I'm like, I did not. I did not. No, this is a first for me. And then he comes back in. She's so nice, too. She's like such a nice, supportive wife. It was just like, did you tell him the truth? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, <laughs> I blamed you. It's <laughs> really embarrassing and really funny. Um, what else did I want to mention? No, no, I just liked how uh, Rick Moranis figured it out pretty quick when he um yeah. when once he like was like oh this baseball uh this this oh my god yeah yeah like like I don't know how the baseball works but apparently yeah something happened. And then, um, how would you guys have gone about finding your kids? If you were like, I shrunk them, I put them in the trash, you'd go check I'll, the trash. I would have put out something that they could see and come to. I don't know why he didn't do that. Like a light or something that they could look up and see and know where to go. Like give yep. them some, like I, I, I was thinking about like, man, it'd be cool to have like a little lighthouse that you could say, hey. Or mm-hmm. several of them. Come this way. Yeah. Uh, also the dog. Although, I don't know if you would realize that the dog would be helpful, but the dog was really helpful. Yeah. And like finding them? Yeah. Yeah, the dog was great. Um, but I agree. I would have, I was thinking about that. Like, he can't see or hear them, but they can hear him and see him if he's in the right spot, right? So, like, send a message and somehow be like, here's this, come to this, because I think you're in the backyard. A big, a big like banner by the back door or something. Yeah. Yeah. Use yep. this lighter when you when you get to it. We can see where you are. Flashlight, or something. I don't know. Something. Um. Yeah. Do you think that the wife was a little too forgiving? Like the Solinsky mom. 
I think she's happy that something finally worked. I'm getting the impression that she's the main breadwinner right now. Yeah, she was definitely yeah. stressed and was like, I finally sold the house. All right, anything else you guys want to say about Honey, I Trump the Goods? No. Any in- no. no more influences? All right, what are your favorite things? What's your favorite thing about Honey, I Trump the Kids? Right now, oh. or, well, now that I watched it again, I really, really like the sprinkler scene. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was, did you have a different one as a kid? I like the whole lot. Of, I mean, the Lego, the Oreo, and everything with the ant and the scorpion when I was a kid. What about you, Tim? Um, the the younger son, the nerdy kid, he was hilarious. Yeah. Is that always your favorite? No, I don't know why this time. Because remember when when at the beginning before they shrink, when the kids asked him something about him playing sports, and he gave some smart comment back. Yes. It was really funny. I was like, oh, he's he's funny. Like he's used to this kind of life. And he was yeah. like ready to come back. So with I that though, it was kind of funny because I was like I turned to Ken and I was like, I think that was Ron's way of asking him if he wants to play with him. Like yeah, he wanted was... someone to play with him. And instead of saying, Hey, will you play with me? He asked yeah. it that way. And this kid responds like that and was like, Ouch. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, super funny. No, I don't. All right. So what was your favorite thing as a kid? Do you remember? Do not remember. I don't remember the last time I even watched this movie. I don't remember the last time I saw it. As a kid, probably the adventure stuff. Like, I grew up on sci-fi with my dad and stuff, so I'm assuming it was all the adventure stuff. Um, the, the traveling through the lawn stuff was probably what struck me as a kid. Yeah, I think, okay, so my guess, I don't remember either, but my guess as a kid, my favorite thing was Auntie and the giant cookie. I think those like yeah and and the giant cookie yeah yeah, those two things i think were probably my favorite things um and maybe them lighting their torches by the cigarette because i really liked that sensation i think i really liked that prompt yeah um but now guess what my favorite thing is the sibling bond it's the sibling bond Mm -hmm. i loved it i loved it like they all took care of each other and like worked together um, I appreciated that a lot. I really enjoyed that piece. Okay, are you guys ready to rate it? Yeah. Yep. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, 1989. Is it a classic or are we past it? Uh, it's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. I'm glad. Perfect score. Yeah. Um, maybe <laughs> the exact opposite of what our uh, episode for next week is going to be. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> the ep- friends, the episode, the movie is The Outsiders. Um, and we'll talk about it next week when, Kendon, what will we be? We'll be bought. <laughs>